0: adnock region and welcome back to the space lounge this is gomo tonight your only weekly local interest comedy podcast i'm your host chris de and i'm here with my benevolent and wonderful co-hosts zoe roten heinsman and sam abbott thank you for joining me in here tonight and thank you all for joining us here in the lounge now we are recording today. We're actually recording a little bit earlier than usual uh, to accommodate uh, travel and holidays. So it is—you uh, can see—we've got the the Santa hats on um, to some of us, um, and um, it's the twentieth. This is Monday, the twentieth of December. And this episode will come out between Christmas and New Year's. This is actually going to be the New Year's episode. Please indulge our Santa hats after the fact. It's you know it's Christmas until January sixth. You know, um, so let it be. Um, But you'll be hearing this episode um, after the fact. So this is kind of uh, a... We'll still consider this another special holiday, special New Year's type of episode. Um, So, this week in the Monadnock region, our top headline, Andrew Osterman (laughs) seeks a good Christmas for the Fight Club kids.
1: (laughs) And... I I mean... (laughs) Yes. Yes. He, he was seeking that on Facebook this week, wasn't he? <laughs> so he, he went this to the was... police. He went to the police and were like, can you give me the names of some <laughs> kids who got in trouble for wanting to start a fight club? And the police were like, no, you weirdo. And so he took it to Facebook, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. So this is as anybody would is, <laughs> as any, as any good citizen wishing to bring Christmas cheer um, to, to the good um, fight club aspirants, um, of, of the town of the region, I should say, um, would do, uh, no. So, you know, for those of you who are blissfully ignorant, say of the Peterborough, New Hampshire Facebook group, the famous Peterborough, New Hampshire, Facebook group, um, every once in a while, a post comes along and you see it and you just know that it's special, you just, you just know. This is one of the gems. This is one of the all time classics that people are going to remember. Hopefully, they're going to screenshot it. You know, um, there, there wasn't um, uh, always an outlet like Gomo Tonight uh, to immortalize it in in audio and video like there is now. But this is one such thing. This is this is the best one in, in quite some time. So I do I do you know hearty congratulations all around. Let me actually just read the post. This is from December seventeenth at two forty eight p.m. Um, and it did just so everyone knows it spawned uh, twenty three reactions and one hundred and twenty three comments to date. Um, but even those numbers belie the true significance um, of of what really went on here. I think so. Um, this is this is from Andrew. An odd Christmas-related question for the community. Earlier this year, several boys in town were looking to start a fight club at Adams Playground. The Recreation Department was concerned and asked PPD, Peterborough Police Department, officers to serve a no-trespass order on the boys in question, which would make it a crime for them to enter the playground. Some are apparently con- current Conval students, while others are recent graduates. I understand why the Recreation Committee would be concerned, but the idea of using police to prevent Peterborough kids from entering the playground, never sat well with me. Given the time of year, I was looking to reach out to these boys with a Christmas present and a little good cheer. I spoke at the police department this morning to get the contact information for the families involved. The sergeant on duty explained that they would not proactively release any details, and if I wanted to know anything more, I would need to sue the town to force them to release the publicly available information. Obviously, this seems a little excessive, not to mention something that wouldn't resolve in the next eight days. I am curious if anyone on this board knows the families involved and if they might know a way to contact them. As a parent myself, I am very sensitive to the potentially intrusive nature of the ask, so I am looking to speak with the parents only. Thanks in advance for any help. Um, so, you know, I mean, I I think I saw that relatively early on. And I mean my, my first reaction I think is is the same reaction that most people had, which is yes, the first two words of this post, um this is odd um <laughs> and, and Christmas related are true. They they are true facts. Um this is, <laughs> this is an odd um this is an odd story. Um I, I think for for a number of reasons, and you know, and I should say for our listeners to, to date. I mean, this could definitely change between now and, and release time. But to date, I do not believe that um, Andrew has been successful in his quest. Um, even though I did wish, I I wish I said, "May God, may God guide you in this quest." Um, that was my. That was my wish for him. Um, but man, did this spark some debate between people? And I mean, that, that may have been the intent. Although um, of
1: the post. <laughs> also, I, I, I admit I reread, I reread those comments right before recording here. And I, he doubled and tripled down. It, it did not read to me like a joke at all. Oh, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think it was a joke. Yeah. yeah no, I, mean, I, think, I mean, I don't yeah. think he was just trolling the group. Like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, Maybe he was trying to get some debate going and, and be a little bit, uh, stir- I enough, but I think he's serious.
0: I just don't know how much he is serious. I, I wonder how much he really cares about the Christmas cheer versus making some other point. Um, to be honest, um, uh, maybe that's my mistrustful nature. Uh, I don't know, but I do find it interesting the way that the post and the, the whole premise of the story, um, you know, it, it uses this tale of, of, um, of charity and, and God, good, good Christian fucking giving of, of the season, yeah. you know, to, um, <laughs> to, to rehash some story <laughs> from <coughs> the months ago that like, you know, um, in his mind, at least, um, implicates both the recreation department and the police department in making a bunch of kids sad enough that he then needs to rectify it with his his for, Christmas. Yes,
1: for sure, spirits. for sure. He's he's clearly like making that that main point more than he is wanting to <laughs> wanting to give Christmas charity. That is that is true.
0: Why would you um, pick them? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> well, those those no kids. Offense. Like I'm sure they're very fine folks. Like I'm not judging anybody or casting any dispersions, but I'm also not going to give them anything either. Sorry, but
1: I mean, we like, don't, why we would don't, why would I? <laughs> we don't know anything about their background. I mean, he he makes some assumptions about like what you know their their socioeconomic status and like why you know that's that's why these poor kids are driven to start a fight club is you know because they don't have good backgrounds or something. That implication. is Oh isn't yeah, his post. that's. Very- very interesting but yeah i mean i imagine i imagine andrew reading through the rec committee minutes for the 85th time (laughs) and he's like you know what they banned these children from the park and i'm and i'm upset about it that's that's the picture that's in my mind yep i mean that's
0: that's probably not very far off and then you know then there's the predictable jokes actually that it came no offense Tyler came from one of our, our select board members that said you're not supposed to talk about fight club rule number one like uh, th- we can excuse Tyler he actually came of age in the 90s it's okay yeah um, he was uh,
1: I, I feel like that joke uh, ma- got made like by eight people on that thread it
0: eventually it did because well that's the problem is that the uh, so I'm half cool. giving Tyler credit and half ragging on him a little bit because like yes it is far better to be the first person to make that joke Um <laughs> <laughs> oh but actually I didn't I didn't really notice but um uh Andrew did not find Tyler's joke funny. He responded I'm not sure what's funny about filing restraining orders against kids. And uh Tyler agreed mm. and then Andrew threw a shot at him um asking him how many kids have standing no trespass orders against them by the town Jesus Christ. And Tyler, good job Tyler. Better than your joke was your final response, which was, I'm not going to talk about that on Facebook. Please email the select board and, and we can look into it. Um, good. Very, very good. And, uh, and I know Tyler was definitely not intending to get pulled into (laughs) something and, and, uh, uh, he can be forgiven for, (laughs) for attempting a joke that was not well received, um, but you know, then there's plenty of other people that So I mean, oh my God, the amount of different takes and opinions on this are just like, you know, and then somebody chimes in with, and I'm not going to go down this path again. You know, that are you going to talk about reality are, check? Uh, I'm not going to go down that path again. There's people <laughs> who've been very, very upset with me for how mean I've been about the, the bedroom searching thing. But there is at least, there's a couple of people on here that are like, you know, we have a program for youths that is with reality check. And it's to like, keep them off tobacco and, and make good decisions and stuff. Again, I'm not, you can hear it in the tone of my voice and that's going to, that says all that I need, but that's one, that's one version. And then of course, you can learn
1: how to find uh, the Chuck Palahniuk novels in there. Here are the covers of the novels, you know, if you find these in your teen's bedroom. watch out. <laughs> sign, no,
0: if you find these in your teen's bedroom, sign them up for this new charity that we're doing. Here. <laughs> Chris, Chris, I, you know, I don't know. Christmas. Christmas Santa for Fight Club teens? Like, I don't
1: know. There's a meme page in there somewhere.
0: (laughs) There's definitely a meme page in there somewhere. I can't believe no one tagged any kind of meme page in here, you know? But we have um, another um, rec committee member um, recommending a program such as martial arts that would be for this, which... All right. Productive, constructive suggestion. But, I mean, my guess is, contra whatever the Andrew's theory is, is that probably... Um, the, the folks looking to start like the bare knuckle brawling club at the playground are not necessarily looking for like the disciplined path of of (laughs) martial arts. You know what I mean? Like that might not, I don't, I mean, I, I respect the impulse and it would be great if we had like a publicly subsidized martial arts program. Like that's kind of cool, but, um, I don't know if it would prevent this. That's sort of an and thing. Let's go ahead and do that. That's fine. But um, (laughs) it's better than reality check, you know? Um, So go for it. Um, But I don't think it'll help these kids, unfortunately. And I don't, maybe these kids are totally fine. I don't know. This could have just been an idea. You know, look, if anybody, and I want to, I do want to actually be very clear about this though. Like if anybody had ever recorded or chronicled on Facebook or whatever, some of the ideas that I had, around i don't know between the ages of like 16 and 25 um they wouldn't necessarily put me in like a better category okay so like i'm not i am i am older and wiser but that's not i understand i not that's why i'm not actually judging these kids because they are kids and they're at that age and i think that there's a lot that we hopefully excuse and let go of um but sounds like
1: you were missing out on, like, the gingerbread house delivered to you by your town or whatever.
0: Yeah. Wasn't my, <laughs> wasn't my experience, as the kids say. Um, and then we have um, we have Kevin, um, who actually really did make, me make a very solid point, which is um, to say, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm quoting here, the, the kids wanted to start a fight club in the park. And you are upset that the rec department was proactive and asked the police department to do what they could legally to prevent these kids from beating the crap out of each other and giving each other life-threatening injuries because MCH has nothing better to do during a COVID surge to deal with this. And then he's, he ends it with, you hit the nail on the head when you use the word odd. Um, and then Kevin founded a GoFundMe <laughs> saying, help Andrew give the Fight Club kids a good Christmas. Um, so that is still out there, guys. Um, h-
1: how's that GoFundMe doing? In terms of its uh, Let's
0: check. I, I heard that they got at least one donation. Um, they, <laughs> they've actually raised $55 um, <laughs> of their, of the $5,000 goal. So con- kudos to Kevin for fundraising for the, for the fundraiser. Um, this is great. Um, and then, uh, you know, another select board member, Bill Taylor, comments with I, what I think is really the most solid answer in terms of, like, why the rec committee might have had, you know, alerted the police and put this on record and all kinds of stuff. And that's because of like liability. And that's because you have to yeah. do that. They don't really have a choice. And he says, imagine when one of these kids was seriously hurt in the fight club that, um, you know, rec and police allowed to go on, you know, because that's what happens is that yeah. then the town gets sued and then we lose exactly. another 2.3 million and we can't blame Karen Hatcher this time, you know? Um, so then what? You know what I mean? Like, you know, and and that's, it's the right thing to do in any, in any organization, you know? Um,
1: And my understanding is this is like a, this is something that has been going on with this individual, like this is a repeat (laughs) thing, right? Yeah. Uh, I I Mm -hmm. was just at the meeting where it was brought up, the, the one that he probably read the minutes of, I didn't get the whole backstory. I don't know the whole backstory, but My my understanding was, oh, it's that person again, trying Mm. to cause trouble again. Mm. Like we should let the cops know, kind of thing. Yep. Like they (laughs) they don't. You're right. Like they have no choice. Like that's what they're supposed to do. Like (laughs) that's what any of us are supposed to do in that circumstance.
0: Yep. And then, um, you know. and then Roxanne was, I believe, the first to point out the um, inherent contradictions of the whole thing, which is <laughs> imagine trying to do something nice for some kids in our community while dragging a department that is pretty much there solely to provide nice things for the kids of our community. <laughs> which tickles me. Um, but then Andrew fires back at Bill Taylor saying, not sure what any of that has to do with Christmas presents. And that inspired me to just point out that like, we've got half the plot of a Hallmark Christmas special right here you know the the kids the kid this is next year this is going to be next year's hit is you know the the quests to bring restorative justice christmas presents to the um the fight club kids of adam's playground and the romance
1: element is like between the andrew character and like the cop that like is first his enemy
0: need that in all obviously, of our Christmas <laughs> obviously you need that you need the conflict of identities you know yes um yes and um yeah so yeah and just going down so you guys get the get the big gist um <laughs> the and then, and then other people start pointing out like wow I, I don't know what to think about this whole thing <laughs> <laughs> which I like, and, and then somebody, somebody was making some point that I didn't even understand which was anyone want to bet several of those on this thread were the great minds behind defund the police that aged well like maybe he's saying that the, some of the people who think it's cool that they told the police about the fight club also wanted to defund, I mean maybe, maybe that's true I don't, I'm not seeing it, I asked him to say who, he, he, he didn't want to explain
2: um, uh-huh.
0: so he didn't but um and anyway and then then there's a good pro police post after this you know fight club what will they want next dog fighting ask michael vick how that turned out nice job by the recreation (laughs) department police department (laughs) that is true next thing you know we would be they would be the the ice skating rink down there would be just taken up as like a dog fighting
1: no um, no i mean the that's what the new dog park is for. Am I might not. Maybe I'm not supposed to say. That.
0: Dog fight. There's. There. It's for fights.
1: No, I'm joking. Oh. But like oh. you know, they're trying to make a dog park, right? Yeah. My joke I is know. that it's secretly for fights. Have we talked about dog parks on this show before? I don't know. Are we going to like diss the rec departments after defending them? Mm. We can. <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: dog parks are for places where people don't have yards. Um, that's all I will say about it. That's why they got invented. Putting them in a rural town is like so strange to me. Um, but all right, we can we don't have to.
1: But can um, we but can we talk about Andrew <laughs> Osterman what how he ran on the topic of dog parks in his election?
0: I don't remember that, actually.
1: He, he was the one who mentioned that that would be a great place for kids to learn how to socialize with dogs, which is like the dumbest dog park take of them all, in my opinion.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. I know I mean, that I want to bring my kids to a dog park so that they can play with strange dogs so they won't be scared of dogs anymore. How about you, hmm. Sam? Want to do that? Yeah,
2: that makes That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. I think my daughter. Do- I think dogs are typically more afraid of my daughter than she is of dogs. But generally speaking, though, I think it's probably a useful.
1: Oh, you like that? I mean, I all right. Maybe I'm. I also wonder though how I mean, much I'm,
2: I'm dog being parks, Halfway facetious, but how much <laughs> like, dog parks I, I
1: kinda,
0: <laughs> Like I kind of wonder though these days, like how much dog parks are even getting utilized in the city now that there's Tinder.
2: Well, I was gonna say, dog parks, isn't it just for singles that have cute animals? Yeah, so I mean that's that's hate? really
0: like oh. at least half that's the, the point.
2: You know what I mean? Like uh, you know, and like that's a, what I think of when I think of dog parks. They're like all my single friends the, talk about going to You know, to dog before
0: park. the dating app era, you know, you just sort of stroll down to the dog park, like oh, there's a cute dog. You know what I mean? Like I mean, this uh-huh. is like a thing. Yeah. You
1: know, like see, my my brother has has dogs and in lived in L. A. and really did mm-hmm. take them to the dog park for like dog exercise. So. But he also lived in LA. Yeah so no, no, in
2: No, it's true. <laughs> right. There's that. True. Yeah.
1: And yeah, I guess I like, do feel bad
0: for Peterborough singles. Parks.
2: You know? It's not oh, an awesome yeah. place to be single. You know? No, definitely not. I've never definitely had to do not. it. I have.
0: Yeah. It's not not a good easy, place, right? To
2: be single. No. Yeah, so the be guy interested in, interested in meeting anybody, then it's really it's not easy, right? Of course. Yeah. Know go somewhere else, because there's not a lot of people to meet that are single in Peterborough, right? So, maybe they ought to start a damn dog park for those people.
0: Yeah, maybe I'm flipping my position here, not for the dogs, but for the singles. You know? <laughs> yeah. um,
1: if there's not going to be no, the dogs, the dogs need it. if there's not, like, concerts, bars to hang out in, you can go to the dog park. Yeah, right. Yeah, right.
0: right. Yeah, I mean, like, no offense to anybody, but I, I don't I don't think you're gonna meet your next at, like Brady's.
2: <laughs> I hope not.
0: <laughs> I fucking hope no not. No offense. No, and it's not a slight on, <laughs> Nothing on against anybody. Brady's. I just don't just think saying. it's a place for you it's it's just not probably the place for young singles.
2: No. Or even less than young singles. Old or singles. more than old singles. <laughs> That's where I'm going. But the direction I'm
0: Elderly singles for
2: here. shouldn't go there either. Any kind of singles. I think it's, you know, not a good place to go no where like,
0: Where would you go like i mean i don't know
2: i don't, I don't know manchester <laughs> yeah right <laughs> not, Man- yeah, not, yeah not peterborough you're yeah. not gonna fucking stay around here that's for sure but yeah that's maybe true. you would go to harlow's i guess I, like if you lonely. go to
0: harlow's like every day for a few years like you might meet someone that you've never met before who's single <laughs>
2: <laughs> right <laughs> it's still it's still a fat chance though it's not it's not guaranteed by any means no
0: no no yeah not at all sorry all right, let's open all right rec department i'm not even making fun of you anymore open the dog park so that our um young people can
2: find love mm-hmm. you got somewhere to go <laughs> job lots right right
0: and you know, like, and like you know, some you know you hear stories sometimes about people like meeting someone in the in the grocery aisle, but like you don't want that to be Shaw's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, <laughs> not the Peterborough Shaw's, anyways. You know, no way, no, nope. Uh... Yeah. So, speaking of which, this is a great time in the episode to remind all of the young singles and young couples and young <laughs> old and in between polycules, that you may sponsor this program. Your message, your service, your business, your um, special appointments could be featured right here in the middle of this episode with a captive audience who's been listening to our bizarre jokes about dog parks and um, saving the Fight Club kids um, through the magic of the ghost of, of Christmas future or whatever. Um, they're locked in. They're lo- They're listening right now. They're not going to hit that skip ahead 30 second button. You know, they're not going to just like glance over it like it's in the newspaper. No, this is a captive audience right here and I can help it work for you. So sponsorships are available at a very low rate. The bang for your buck in terms of the attentive listenership that you have through an endorsement from this program is, is almost certainly better than any of your other local advertising opportunities. I'll say that right now with a straight face. So please, if that is appealing to you, if you want to reach a brand new audience directly into their ears and their hearts, contact Sam, Sam at monadnockunderground.com and he can hook you up. All right. God damn right. Yeah. Right. There you go. Okay. So what else do we got uh, on
2: the docket today? Who'd you piss off, Chris? Anybody lately or no? Uh,
0: well, uh, <laughs> I know. I like to spend several episodes in a row. I was able to say that I hadn't really pissed too many people off. Um, we ended that streak. have um, tough apt- time. Yeah. yeah, I know. And
1: not, e- and not even in the uh, Fight Club post, right?
0: <laughs> no, nobody got mad at me there. Um, mostly because there was... Um, too chaotic, I think, to actually get mad at any one party necessarily. Um, there, was, there was, it was actually, it's the, that post succeeded at being one of those things that was simply too, and it's rare these days, right? But it was simply too complicated and out there to actually draw a line through, you know, so that people could be polarized about it. Like it defied polarity because it, it, it and that's actually a really unique thing. So maybe, maybe. That's the real spirit of Christmas, Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, is, is what was done in that post. But no, I've I've made um I've made several people angry in other ways in other excuse me sorry other places. Um, but the big story though is that somehow I seem to have angered the big man himself, Don Zuckerberg. <laughs> I have not kissed the ring. He's I have not come to him in friendship. He's he's uh we 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 have some we have some problems. Um so there, there's some of it is is explainable. Well all of it's explainable I suppose if you if you look at the big picture. But um in the in the specifics, right? What happened was one day I went in and so I have the ad account for Adnock, And, you know, we boost these posts because we're a relatively new media outlet, you know? And um, that's... Facebook is, if, if you're not aware, it is a pay-to-play system. And so in order to get um, a fair amount of uh, regional regional folks aware of who we are, what we're doing, things like that, we, we do sponsored posts. I mean, many of you have probably seen them before. Sometimes we boost podcast episodes, you know? Um, and... So it's kind of important, and we do that through my ad account. Well, one day I go in, and just I'm scrolling through my, the posts on the Goldman Adnock page, and it's just like, boost unavailable. And, it, well, it, I mean, long story short, it turned out that that was not an error, which I thought it was at first, um, but I have been banned from ever posting ads on Facebook again for the rest of my life. They would not tell me what I did. So I don't know what post it was that made them upset. I don't know what rule I broke. Um, They kept sort of insisting to me that I broke an ad policy, but I I really am sure that it's something else that I said. I don't think that I have done anything wrong with the actual ads. Um, I've been running ads for years.
1: And when you say they, like, it was definitely a robot. I spoke
0: with the machine. I spoke with the machine. There's um, nothing human about that interaction. Yeah, um, true. True. Um, But there was no recourse for me on that. And I I found out uh, a little bit after that that concurrent with that, I also seem to have lost my privileges to go live at all. Um, So I'm not allowed. That's why we didn't. um, When we posted our bridge video um, a couple weeks ago, the uh, we recorded it and then uploaded it rather than broadcasting live because I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Um, so it weren't thing. they like
1: weren't they like the reason you can't do it is because it's been decided and it's been decided because we looked at it and decided it.
0: Yes, they were it, like they're like, like, <laughs> like we they, they were like it has been decided that you have no appeal because the decision that has been made is final. And we're not going to tell you what. We're not going to tell you what the offense was, what the actual decision was, what who looked at it, it nothing, nothing yeah. whatsoever. Um, so it's like, I'm like a hair's breadth away from being like Donald Trump kicked off Twitter and Facebook and all this stuff. You know what I mean? i like, not really, uh, that, wow. honestly, but like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> that's what it feels like. And then this week, so this began late last week, then this week, um, this time I did, I did violate the terms and conditions. Like, yes. I mean, this would have been a fine thing to say a couple of years ago, but you're not allowed to say mean things on Facebook anymore. PSA. Um, but no, I, I was actually banned personally then for 24 hours. Um, since elapsed, I've, I'm a free man at the moment who can't, I'm a free man who can't run ads. I'm like a convicted felon who can't vote. Mm. You know what I mean? Like for life now, my ad rights are, are taken away. Um, more legally own a handgun. And yeah, right, exactly. And I can't go live. Um, yeah,
1: that's the equivalent of going live.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, precisely. So, um, but this time, I, what happened was there was a, a, a positive news story article talking about how um, it, it sure appears that Pfizer's um, therapeutic COVID pill um, that you can take um, if you get COVID, um, it actually works really well. Works fucking great. Okay. This is good news, right? We should be happy about that, right? Removes the, takes the onus away from, um, just vaccination, you know, um, solve some problems, save some lives. And supposedly that's the goal, even though sometimes it appears that the goal is moral posturing, but supposedly the goal is saving lives. So if that is your goal, that's good news, right? Well, someone decided to comment on that, on that article that they hope that this, Therapeutic is only available to the vaccinated. And, you know, um, not only is that just generally a horrible thing to say, but like by the logic of the prevailing narrative, it's the like this pill is for the unvaccinated. Right. I mean, this is, you know, everybody says you're not going to go to the hospital and have a serious case if you're vaccinated. Probably. Um, but if you're unvaccinated, you're overwhelming the hospitals. So, Hey, look, a solution to that problem. They take this pill. It works. That's what the article was saying. It works. And this, this person who, you know, I, I guess would probably claim in another context that she wants to save lives because that is the goal, right? Right. Um, just wished by her own definitions, a whole bunch of people dead. And, um, you know, and that makes me mad. So I commented, I hope you get hit by a car. Um, and I (laughs) meant it. I hope you get hit by a fucking car. What a terrible person. Um, you're not allowed to say that though, guys, you can't say that they will suspend you. And it was a, it was a, um, relatively quick. uh, She might've reported it was long enough that it could have been a It could have been either a robot or it could have been a human reporting, but there's a lot going on with the algorithm that's instant now, um, that is clearly not human in origin. So beware in general, but you are not allowed on Facebook and I'm telling you, look, I mean, I get the memories now, right? I joined Facebook at the end of, um, 2016. Okay. So, or two, I do that a lot. 2006, 2006. Okay. Um, I
1: was going to say, I know I've seen memories from you that are more than 10 years old. Oh, yeah.
0: No, no, no no doubt. So going back 15 years, right, um, on there, let me tell you, that like 80 to 90% of that time, it was allowed to say, for good or for ill, whether that's a nice thing to say to other people or not, you may have an opinion about that, and that's okay. Um, But it was not an offense that would get you in trouble to say, you know, to someone wishing death upon millions of people that you hope that they get hit by a car. It is now. That's a crime. Um,
1: it used to be just like a socialist party crime, internal socialist party crime to be mean on the on Facebook.
0: Correct. I was charged with that. If you can
2: imagine. Um, um,
1: anyway,
0: um, so (laughs) this does drive the point home though. Like we have internally, and, and I think we've I guess we've, we've certainly discussed this outside of this group, if not, but maybe not on the pod or whatever, but like we, we know, um, you know, I mentioned earlier that part of what we do is, is we run these sponsored posts, but even as we do that, we know and understand that sooner rather than later in our, cause we intend to stick around for a while and sooner rather than later in our life as an organization, we intend to you know, decouple our primary presence from Facebook. You know, we want to reach you via our email list, via a podcast subscription directly. Like if you subscribe to this podcast, like a, any other podcast, this just gets delivered, you know, for anybody who isn't aware. Um, so there's lots of ways that we can just reach you directly without using social media. It's going to take a couple of years really to make that shift successfully. And I understand that. Um, but this underscores the need. And it really just reminds like, it's not just us, right? It's not just that Chris DiLoretto is eventually going to get like wiped off of this platform. Like, which is, I'm coming around to the idea that it probably is. The platform is not meant for someone with my personality at this point. You know, it just isn't, they don't want me. Th- they, they like Mark literally doesn't want people like me there anymore, you know? And so I don't think he would be sad to get rid of me. Um, and so it may happen, but that's not the point though. The point is that like, this is going to happen to lots of people. And the, the, the idea of Facebook as this like never ending hub, because I mean, it does have what couple billion people on it and everything, you know, which and that's why when people are like, yeah, fuck Facebook, we'll start something else. It's like, all right, call me when you get half a billion people on there, at least, you know what I mean? And then it's worthwhile because then enough of the people that you know might be there. Right. But until that happens, you know, it's got to reach critical mass and it never does. Right. But I also don't think Facebook is going to retain that critical mass because it is it's alienating its its own user base. And it has been doing so for a couple of years now. And it clearly intends to keep doing that. And I think it's going to just I mean, I'm not saying everybody's going to leave Facebook, but the idea of it being, you know, the place where we all are connected primarily. I don't think it's going to la- I I don't think it's going to last more than another couple of years. I really don't. Maybe I'll be wrong about that, but um in any case, I think what remains of it is going to be very slum like um, because that's what it's become at this point. Um it's not it's not what it was. It's a it's a dingy um unappealing unfun sort of place, you know? And and they want to make that into like a virtual reality metaverse. Um, I don't want to go to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, people are already getting groped in that dingy yes, meta alley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, which is raising all kinds of ethical questions because in the beta testing, there are people who are getting their pixels felt up um, in the...
1: I appreciate the your, your gesture.
0: There.
1: I mean, like, yeah... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, they didn't no, I don't think anybody had a screen grab of it. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't know exactly what I'm picturing, but yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it didn't, I don't know, involved a squeeze um <laughs> of some kind. Um but you know, what Virtual do you what do you do what do you do with such a an ethical dilemma as non consensual non-touching? I don't I mean is this the world you guys want? Is, is, you know what I mean? Like that, I'm not going along on that part of the ride. I'm off. Call me a luddite if you want, but that sounds miserable.
1: Yeah, uh, the article I read about it said that like you can block anybody that does that. You know, you can perma- permanently ban them from ever seeing you. Your what your <laughs> like avatar. I, I don't. I don't understand it. It's it's one of those things. Like I said to the other day, I'm I'm too old for TikTok. I'm too old for, like, Snapchat. Like, this is just, like, anything even newer than that, I'm just not even going to pay attention to. I just can't.
0: So, so (laughs) that raises some interesting images in my mind. Because, so, like, think about how it is, like, when you block somebody on Facebook, right? And there could be, like, this thread, right? Where, like, people who are not connected to either of you can see both of your comments, but you can't see theirs and they can't see yours, but sort of sometimes you can detect their presence because people are responding to something you can't see. Yeah. yeah. So in the metaverse, are there like invisible people like who are visible to other people? Like, do you bump into each other? Like how do you occupy the (laughs) same space? You know what I mean? Like, because this is visual now, right? Right.
1: Um, if so, you can feel the grope, can you feel the bump of the invisible? Right. Like is it like <laughs> like, like, like you, you're like
2: coming up against
0: something you can't see it, but it makes you feel uneasy and you can't go into it. You know what I mean? And that's someone that you blocked. You know, like they're like an it's evil like a, presence. Like a spirit
1: presence. You get a yes. little cold.
0: <laughs> Guys, don't go to the metaverse. Don't, just, just, just don't do it. Just don't. We like Facebook. You know, and and I. I actually have been on the record many times defending Facebook more than most. You know, I use it more than most. You know, it'd be very hypocritical for me to just be glib about, you know, being like Facebook has bad effects on our minds, you know, which it does, but it's not whatever. I mean, I also like cigarettes. You know what I mean? Like I quit I quit <laughs> like six months ago, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, there's plenty of things that I like that I have a hard time separating myself from that are not necessarily like healthy or whatever. And Facebook's one of them. And that's fine. Um, so I don't say this as like a social media, um, you know, doomsday profit, you know, all this time. No, I mean like I've gotten a lot out of the social media. I've enjoyed the connection. I love the ability to stalk my former classmates. Um, that's, I mean, it's, as we remember, that's as I used to insist throughout the 20 teens. I mean, that's what this is for. Now I think it's oh, for yeah. something else, and I don't really understand because now enough time has gone on that none of us gives a fuck what our classmates are doing anymore because we've right. seen it, <laughs> and it's not, you know. I mean, no, I, I don't mean to be mean. I I actually went to school <laughs> with a lot of really talented people who ended up doing interesting things, but once you know, you know, I only really need to know for most of these people once every, like, four or five years. I get curious, you know.
1: Yeah. Every, every you know, day and stuff, nah, not not super necessary, right? Um, and, and my exes aren't even on Facebook, by and large, so like I, I only have
0: I only have a couple of X's um, on my feed. I used to have more. Um, oh.
1: But do, did well, you? No, I have you, three. I have three. Yeah, mine are I just have, like not Facebook people. Like as I a have rule. three
0: fairly important X's actually that are on there. I should say the most important ones, except for my ex-wife, are on there. Um, but. Um, yeah, I'll let that sit. I'll let that go. But um, <laughs> I'm
1: just gonna ask a follow up <laughs> question. But I'll leave no,
0: it. No, let's just leave it. Uh, with but it. did
1: you ever do like uh, the? the did, you, did you ever go on um, classmates.com in like the pre Facebook era? Yeah, to but stopped people. For that?
0: So like, I never got further than because isn't there like a a barrier at some point?
1: I, I think that there is to. Like, Yes. And, and again, I haven't been on it since Facebook like scratched that itch or whatever. But like there was yeah. a time where you could go on there and like you could if anyone had uploaded like pictures from your yearbook, you could go look uh-huh. at yearbook pictures for free. And there was like a there's like a comment yeah. wall where you could like leave a comment, but you couldn't put an email address in it oh, like, weird. I, because I tried once.
0: Um, we want to keep you on classmates dot com.
1: Yeah, like, like yeah. yeah, so you would have to pay to actually, like, access, like, the ability to communicate with any of your classmates, but, yeah. yeah, that, your, your, your classmate stalking thing made me remember that dark time. Yeah, I mean, it's a need, it's a need we all have,
0: you know, at least, at least to a certain point, like I said, like, now I kind of feel like I know, you know, and, like, and we're also, like, as we approach 40, like, we're also get, like, now, granted, I'm sure there will be another wave of divorces in in the next five years or so. So, we, so there, that will happen. I don't mean to be mean or cast aspersions, but statistically, that's what's about to happen to all the people I went to school with, like a, the people who didn't get their first divorce out of the way early, like some of us did. Um, you know what I mean? And so I got my divorce out of the way, so I'm good. Um, anybody who was stalking me back in like 2011, 2012, caught, caught that in, in, in its, in its flair, you know, so good for you. You were at you, that was like peak classmate stalking, and I was putting on a good show. Um, so, um, so congrats on anyone who was there at that time. It was a nice time. Um, but anyways, but I I, might make that point just to sort of say that like a a lot of the people have, have been like, they're sort of on a career trajectory, like whatever they're going to do for a living, like we've kind of figured that out. Right. If they're gonna marry, we've kind of figured that out. There is not going to be too many more people marrying for the first time, you know. Um, again, the divorces will come, you know. But like again, approaching forty, most of the people that are gonna have kids have at least begun having kids, you know. Um, most and and even statistically, most of the ones who are going to go to jail have already gone to jail. You know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, like that—that that sounds flippant, but like even like. When it comes to crime statistics, right? Like you are so much less likely to like commit, like to like begin your life of crime after like thirty. You know, so.
1: I'm think if I have any of those. I don't know if I do. Do you? I have
0: had some friends who have been in jail.
2: Um, yeah. All right. Yes. I got a big one. I, yeah, he's in life in prison kind of thing. Oh, yeah. oh that sucks. Oh, wow. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's sorry to hear that. Yeah, he was late twenties at the time, but the, so it, it speaks to you're right. It. So typical. thirty, it's probably, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You know,
0: I mean, I have a shit ton of dead Facebook friends, and and not oh, yeah. all of them are old either. Some of them are classmates, no. actually.
2: Um, yeah. A lot of mine are young. which is a bummer. I have lots. I have yeah, a and lot the birthdays, dead the birthdays Facebook. show up, and you don't know. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're dead, and like, I don't want to. You know, mm, I'd birth- or even take the moment to look at their Facebook profile either. I mean, that's probably more, more lazy on my part, but you wish somebody happy birthday and like their mother still reads it or something. Well, so and, and like, think Ooh. about
0: me, right? My birthday line for everybody is you made it, you know? Oh uh, God. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And
2: that's true. To
0: my knowledge, to my knowledge, I've only fucked it up once, right? I legitimately didn't know because it was somebody who didn't use Facebook very much anyway. It was a former coworker of mine. Um, but I posted on his wall, this is a few years ago now, um, happy birthday, you made it. And another, like, and like, he had been a coworker from so long ago that we only had a few mutuals at that point, you know, it had been whittled down over time. But one of those mutuals sent me a message and was like, bro. And I'm like, what? You know, like, cause I literally, and he's like, and actually we don't, we, this is even worse. Like, we don't know if he's dead. Actually. He like disappeared at some point, um, And, um, this isn't the guy who disappeared from single digits because there was another guy who does, they found him. That's an even worse story because they found him and then he died a year later. So he was like disappeared, found and dead. Um, but he quit Facebook. He's not one of my dead Facebook friends because he quit Facebook beforehand, but no, this is (laughs) a guy I worked with at CNS wholesale, like 15 years ago. And, he supposedly was never seen again at some point um, and no one knows what happened. Um, so that's the only time I've, it's dark, right? That's the only time I've messed yeah. that up. And, and I, of course I am like, I'm like, sorry, man. Like I seriously had no idea. I went and deleted it um, right away um, and, and everything. But I, yeah, that's the thing is that I, I think I, I think I mostly know who the deceased uh, ones are. And there's a bunch of them. But yeah. So anyways, though, other than those things, though, more deceased people, like divorces, things like that, like, it's unlikely that there's any big news. You know what I mean? Like, I, like we all turned out. Like, we're 40. Like, we, like, there's no, like, see how we turned out. Like, turned out is now. You know what I mean? Like, not yeah. that our life is over, but like, in the trajectory of, say, an American middle class life, which, again, I recognize, lis- you know, listeners with sharp ears, I recognize that that's not everybody it is everybody that I went to high school with. Um, and that is who I'm talking about here. So yes, in the trajectory of like your average, you know, middle class, whatever, um, this is, we, we have arrived at where we are turning out. You know, so I already know, you know, so it's just, bec- it's, and more and more people are going to start leaving. They already have been, you know, over the last couple of years. Um, and you can see that on your Facebook page, like on a computer, right? In a browser, if you go into your friends list, you can see everybody on there who hasn't defriended you, but is deactivated. They still show up in your list. And there's way more oh. of those than there are deceased people. Um, tons of them, mm-hmm. um, on mine. And again, more and more every year. And most of the people that I know that leave are, you know, there's, there's always those people that, um, chronically deactivate and then come mm-hmm. back, you know, but I'd say a huge chunk of these people that I see when I scroll through, I'm like, oh my God, they left like, four years ago and didn't look back. Like they're yeah. you know, like they there's a lot of them. And I think it's gonna increase because it's become a more unpleasant place and it's gonna to continue to and uh, I don't know. I don't see a I don't see a positive end.
1: Yeah. I mean I've I've been one of those people who left for years and then I came back because of like the pro you know, our various projects it, it's convenient yeah. to Up be like on this. Facebook for. Yeah. You know, but I, I'm I'm excited to not feel like I have to be. I guess I definitely came back mm. and like stopped sharing my life.
0: Yeah, you know, I just yell at people. I just make posts.
1: Well, okay, so I did. Public. I did use Facebook for like a very Facebooky thing last week when mm. I tried to like crowdsource my song that was stuck in my head.
0: Oh yeah, 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 and and and. But you didn't figure it out from Facebook, though, right?
1: Well, I I didn't, but it was because I had made the post that I like. So I had this like piece of a song stuck in my head and it had been bothering me for weeks. And I like Mm -hmm. everyone was like making these guesses. It was like a little flute riff. Right. And so everyone was making like really good creative guesses of like what this flute song could be that was stuck in my head. And no one was getting it right. And so I, like, decided to go post the song that I had heard that made me think of the song that I didn't know that was stuck in my head. <laughs> and it was because I went and posted that and I, like, read the YouTube comments that that led me to it. But I don't know if I would have done that if not for, like, trying to help people help me, you know? Yep. And it turned out to it, be an a song. It, which... <laughs> I would never have guessed because I never had actually heard that whole song. I just like passed that little opening flute riff that g- gets into the lyrics. And I'm like, I've never heard this. I don't know why this is in my head. And I still don't know why that is a mystery that Facebook cannot help. Yeah, so you
0: know, That's funny though, is that your <laughs> brain can't just kind of popped out with that, you know, like
1: <laughs> it had yeah. to have been in the background of something, a commercial or a show or something.
0: My suggestions were in order. Um, the, that four blonde song, you know, what's up, which I'm, I'm pretty positive has no actual flute in it. I just it, like it not- I had I had been making jokes about that song like earlier in the day or like the day before or something like that, and so I was just like, "Well, wow, this is a strange post looking for a flute song. I bet it's this." Um, and so obviously it wasn't that. Then I um, suggested um, "Checkout Time" by Tupac Shakur. Uh, because that hmm. was for some reason the next thing that came to mind because um, it does sort of I don't know it's not a real flute but she was saying it wasn't really a typical classical
1: flute so it's some kind of electronic flute yes. in the hook of which that song was a good guess because it turned out to be like a synthesized flute I thought yeah. I, like my brain had like down pitched it and I was like oh it's like a pan flute it was not you were more right mm-hmm. on with your Dr. Dre
0: And then I threw out. No, it's Tupac. But I mean Tupac. (laughs) But it was same um, thing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Doctor J. No, see, Doctor J is one of my living (laughs) Facebook friends. Guys, Uh, come on now. Tupac's been dead for a long time.
1: Um, I don't even know why I did that brain fart. um, But anyways,
0: the um, then I said the hustle, which is is kind more of a typical flute. You know, but it's a great flute song if we're gonna do a flute. Um, well,
1: and and again, like disco genre. So you were like circling around. Yeah. <laughs> and a better
0: song. It's a it's a better song than what the real answer was.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a good song that I even like. Yeah, that's yeah. just what was there.
0: Yep. Um. Indeed.
2: Hey, so <laughs> how about um, you? Got me looking at my Facebook friends list to see how many of them are deactivated. And there are quite a few, uh, but the, uh, how about the guy that, you know, that's, you go through the friends list and you, or it comes up with the birthday and you realize that they have like nine different yeah, Facebook yeah, accounts yeah, yeah.
0: and like, they're all
2: the same, same name, nothing's yeah. changed. It's a different picture. It's like they gave yep. up or got locked out or forgot their password and didn't decide to recover it. Or I just in saw some cases- one. Yeah. He had like seven, I think.
1: Like, wow.
0: I have at least one guy, like the guy on my feed with the most profiles, it's because he keeps getting banned. And so, but like, oh. but sometimes he gets the original account back. So, like, he'll get banned and then he'll create like a ban account for during the like 30 days or whatever that he's banned for. And then oh, he'll go back to the regular one. But then when he gets banned again, for some reason, he won't go back to the original ban account. Like, he'll, he'll make another one. And um, so that's why okay. he's got this like growing number. Uh, and what's hilarious is that this is this is one of the few people that I'm still friends with from like socialism days because he's actually a really funny guy and a cool a cool fellow Um, but I have no idea what his actual last name is I don't because none of the accounts actually have his real last name huh
2: there there are those too yeah yep they use use fake names or change their names periodically to names that are also fake and and then, you're, but you're, they still have the same account. It's just a different name, and then I, I don't know who they are. It's odd. It's an odd place, Facebook. I can only imagine what it would be like if it's, you know, the Meta, the Metaverse, the Meta slums.
0: People walking around, bumping into people
2: yeah, that they don't want know? to
0: exist in their world.
2: Hey, I haven't seen you, you know? for fifteen years. It's like, yeah, thank God, I didn't want to see you. That's why you haven't <laughs> seen me. And now here we are, right. the animated in Meta world.
1: Well, then, do those people idea. who make like seven accounts? Do they have like? Do they, are they like seven iterations is it, is it of like themselves? <laughs> Cruxes, like their soul is split into seven pieces? Do they like? Do they get like dimmer each time? And it's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, I don't know, it's, it's just, I feel like it's going towards a just an increasingly sad, um, sort of space, but you know, so I will say, I should add though that the only people, there's a couple of very key people that I am super curious about because they were like, in fact, let's call them the whales. Okay. Because like, you know how the whales like in like an, and the dolphins and shit, like in an evolutionary sense, like they evolved out of the water and like became mammals. And then they were like. Fuck it, never mind. Bad idea, and went back into the water. You know what I mean? Um, there's a couple of people that you can still see in the shadowy deactivated Facebook thing on my list, right? But they they did this in like like early 2007 or something like that. You know what I mean? Like they, like uh, they 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 went they, they went up on dry land and they were like, eh, bad idea, never mind, and never came back. Um, Mm. and a couple of them were actually people that I was at one point in time, they were people I would consider myself to have been close with and would love to find out what they're doing and catch up with. But like we lost touch, like before the era of where it was so easy to find somebody and because Mm -hmm. they have no online presence, it's not easy to find them now, you know,
1: have you tried (laughs) classmates.com? I have tried
0: a lot of different things. I don't know that I have tried that one yet, but I I can almost guarantee, like, literally, there's there's one girl, the best I was able to find, though, I was actually able to piece together several details from her life from, like, a press account that um, was, like, quoting her father or, or something, and it made reference to her, and I'm like, all right, so I think I figured out, like, roughly what she's doing that I think she got divorced. Um, cause she married, she like around the time she left Facebook, she did like a super young marriage, you know? Um, and that didn't, that I don't think worked out. And, um, so she's probably doing good. She's probably much happier for having never gone on to the, not never stayed onto the land. Um, but you know, I, but I wouldn't mind running into, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, she's a mystic, like, Those are the only people I'm left to be curious about, but Facebook's never going to solve it because they're never going to come on there. You know? Right. Mm.
1: Right. You're not going to meet them in the back alley. No, it's over. Like, I think the time for like finding for
0: actually finding people that like, you don't know what happened to at this point is mostly over. You know, I did. Although I say that and I did like two days ago, I looked up a coworker, a dude that I worked with when I was like 15 or 16. Um, and found him, but you know, we have no mutual friends in common. Like, literally, like, we didn't, e- like, we never, we didn't go to the same school. You know what I mean? Like, like, we parted ways in like the year 2000, sometime. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so it was just too, like, I'm like, I can't, I can't even justify friending this guy because, like, he, the chances of him even remembering my name are really, really low, you know? Um, so I didn't do it, but I found him. He looks like he's doing great. He's got a big ass family. Good for him. Looks like a happy guy. Nice. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, but enough about Facebook. I think we have determined um the now, now that we're approaching the new year, I think we pretty much ha- can safely say who the winner is in the um, in the the fierce calendar photography calendar wars.
1: Okay, do we want to remind? Our listeners who the players are and then i'll give a little drum roll and then sam can indeed. reveal it
0: indeed That'd so we've great. got the former the former champion you know who kind of ran the market uh before was uh ledger uh the newspaper editor a newspaper editor ben Which conan newspaper? a news one of the newspapers um and see the editor
2: um, or is he just do the sports
0: he is i thought he just did the
2: sports Oh he did um, oh okay, gotcha. Yes, if you fair. look at
0: the look at like the the set of the thing. Um
2: yeah. it says
0: seems like a nice um, guy. he yeah, seems like a nice guy. Very talented photographer. I've bought his calendars on multiple occasions. Um so he you know, he really was the calendar guy um you know up until the present. But um newer upstart.
2: He not, he's so he's he's not now? Did you already
0: I haven't announced? Just, I'm just running just, through. I'm just did... I'm just naming the players. I'm like we've got he's, the he's okay. the prior
1: prior year. The
0: the, the defending okay. champion. Well, yeah. that's what I should say. He's the defending champion. That's that's like that's that. what I that's what I was going for. Was he's the defending champion? We've got the underdog upstart Jeffrey Settles, um, who basically graces the Peterborough Facebook page with uh, a very pretty photograph of the town. Basically, at least every day, like like around every day. Sometimes a couple times a day. And he's been doing this for like three sure. or four years now. Benevolence. But In light of
2: all the other hostility and bullshit on the Facebook, Peterborough yeah. Facebook page. And then there is the inimitable. Dan,
0: Dan Milbauer, um, who
2: well, is. Well, Jeff Settles, I think. You know, then there's the other guy, too, the third guy, Dan Milbauer. Yeah, it's, it's on so, so, Je- Je- Jeff, we were... Jeff brings a lot oh, of positivity to oh. Facebook.
0: I thought and I thought Peter you were trying to move into the next guy. I got you. Sorry, I no. I don't even know no. the next
2: guy. I'm sure he's very nice too, just like the first.
0: Yeah, guy. I, th- I think so. Um, I know him probably the least of all. His name is Dan Milbauer, but I do follow him on Instagram. He used to have a very—I don't think he does anymore—as much, but he used to have a very active Instagram with local photos um, that were very nice. He's another very talented photographer. I um, mean, he hmm. was like a late entry into it. Like he popped up in like you know this December, maybe even a week in. Was like. Hey, I got calendars too. Um so, but wow. I think we can safely say Jeff Settles um had to do I think two, maybe three runs of his calendars and he um <laughs> sold out. S- um, show us the winner. Show us the winner. <laughs> he sold out of everything like a couple weeks before Christmas. <laughs> um that's him. That's that's the that's man right that there. That
2: beautiful man right there yep. who sold me both Jeffrey of these. Jeff Settles. Congratulations on the enough,
0: calendar sales.
2: I anticipated them being a bit bigger, but in either case they are beautiful calendars. Are they there's nice two different day. ones? they're just—they're just, they're not like a you know what I would think of as a traditional leaf size calendar. It's just it's, you know, it's a nice office size, I think. But yeah. they're—they yeah. are very, very, very nice calendars. I have, I'm holding it upside down. What can yes, I do? you are.
1: But are are they two? Are they two different calendars? The backs look different.
2: Oh no! I got two. Yeah, of course. I couldn't just get one and not the other. But there, there are so two. The of course, okay. Did his job and sold me. No, they're different.
0: Okay. Oh, they're different.
2: They are. Oh. They're different calendars. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh. I wouldn't have bought two cool. for no reason, right? Well, I thought, oh, you were I gonna thought maybe you were going to give it to I'm somebody. Give one away. I don't know.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Give me a break, guys. Come on. You should. So know you're going to hang two <laughs> calendars at so your house? Maybe. Yeah. So one yeah. is Peterborough, New Hampshire, and the other is the Monadnock region at large. So. There, yeah. This one I'm assuming is the Peterborough one, given the back cover being
0: guess. Probably, probably a Peterborough sign.
2: Yep. And then this one here, I can't make out which church it is offhand. I think it's Jaffrey. We got all oh, the maybe. Yeah, Yeah, might be. Yeah, nice. he still wrote Peterborough on the front. But
1: well, so, which one break. do you like better? So, do you have a favorite? You know,
2: I think I, I'm not so. Um, you know, I live in Temple. Right so uh, I mean yeah. I, can't, I can't I can't be so uh in love with Peterborough anymore like I once was. I used to really really think it was the the, be- the best town to live in. But now I'm not as sure. In either case this has just more variety, you know. None of us are um, sure. I don't think any <laughs> of us are sure. It's true. But it is it is the uh It's the a hub, good town to live all. in
1: even if it's not the yeah. best town to live in. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: it's true. I think we can <laughs> safely say that. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I think there, I mean, like, come on, you know, you can't really get in the same room with this guy. I mean, that's, that's very
0: nice. It's very nice. And to (laughs) to Sam's point, to Sam's point, um, the, the guy in terms of like finding something offensive Mm -hmm. about him, he's like Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like he's got, he's got like just the immaculate image. Like there's no controversy on that dude. He's never waited. He has never once been tempted into, a single problematic exchange. All he does is share his pretty photos and wish everybody good morning, Peterborough. Yep. Good night, Peterborough. Like that's it. And so that in and of itself is like a massive feat because that's actually not true of either of the other contestants
1: or anybody else really know I Yeah, people like even like criticize his photos maybe back you know maybe back a few years ago because he's been doing that for a while right and yep. i don't even remember yeah. him having a having an unkind response nope nothing just nope. you know
0: not at all sharing
1: sharing no not gift.
0: not yeah not at all and actually sometimes as in the case of tom brady having being too squeaky clean annoys me you know i find that I find that itself to be offensive, but not in the case of Jeff, something about, he pulls it off. He does, he never does it in a righteous way. You know, right. um, he's just, Mm-mm. I don't know. He seems like a nice guy who takes nice pictures. So congratulations. Jeff. And also I, I wanted to compliment him on just the fact that like, I I want to say he's had a, a Prince site, uh, you know, a place we could can order prints of his photos for a while, but I believe this is the first year he's had a calendar. And I just got to say like, the The build up from a marketing perspective of posting these pretty pictures like daily for years and then dropping a calendar like well done well played yeah uh, very 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 nicely pulled off um, yeah, I bet he'll win next year too.
2: no offense mm. anybody
0: <laughs> but um so congrats to Jeff um I would advertise his calendar but um you can't because you can't get it because he sold out like two right. weeks ago. Um so but, but there um, are
1: still calendars available from the runners up. That's true. Yes. Uh, the um uh, bands are available
0: are... at the at the toadstool at the Aesop's cafe.
1: And one um, of them had calendars at underneath it all, if you need calendars oh, and yeah.
0: who was doing that.
1: I think that was nice. Jeff
0: though. Wasn't that oh, Jeff? Oh, was it Jeff? I don't remember. I, I just remember Jeff. seeing
1: calendars and laundry.
0: maybe it was dan maybe it was dan i don't think it was ben um, okay but it was one of the other two uh, but there, there was a point where poor jeff in the middle of his calendar sales i think he got covid or something um so he was oh. like out of commission for like a week and i think i if if memory serves me correctly i think he had the calendars at underneath it all while he was like out of commission yeah. oh
1: um, okay that makes sense
0: like this guy was out of commission for like over a week from covid and he still sold them all um so like i don't know props to jeff jeff big time big time big time Mm -hmm. congratulations congratulations um do we have any other big stories to talk about this week or is this enough to like send our send our good friends into the new year
1: a calendar discussion seems like a great way to you know launch into a new year in my opinion it's fitting That's, yeah,
2: isn't yeah. it apropos yeah no absolutely and it's light too i mean like jeff That's it's right. a very nice pleasant sort of thing to end on <laughs> <laughs> i know yeah, I really
0: absolutely yeah
2: like absolutely in fact
0: we should i don't know we have talked about this before and we've never actually reached out but like we kind of should like i don't know collaborate with jeff in some way i feel like um i don't know so, i don't know if you probably this this program might be a little bit too controversial for your taste jeff but if this is something right. that you listen to um, maybe we'll reach out to you at some point um which is really the thing to do um but um we would love to do something cool like i don't know um some some kind of cross promotional partnership of some kind you know uh you're welcome to to have photos featured on on our website of course and like a link to your your photo email thing us.
2: email us, email jeff. us. We yeah, put, jeff
0: we will put we will put we will we as always we will have all of the information in the thing um so uh Before I I give a parting word of advice, I just want to say thank you to our sound lord, Chad Patterson at studio117.net, not .com, remember that? It's like whitehouse.com, don't do that. Studio117.net for all of your mixing and audio production needs. He does a great job in the previous episode to this one, if you may have noticed that my My voice was slightly less seductive than usual. We don't know why I might've been talking into the wrong microphone, even though this one was here. It's possible. He still made it sound, um, very, very velvety. Um, so he, the guy can do anything. He does this for us, um, out of the goodness of his heart. He's a wonderful man. Um, and, um, so, so please for your 2022 needs, um, audio wise, Chad is available and excited and he's a wicked pleasant guy to work with. Um, so as always, you know, we end this show with an exhortation to take good advice. And, um, my, my only real piece of good <laughs> advice going into 2022 is, um, I don't know, try not to make the mistake of like declaring it your year. You know, um, the, um, the, the zombie song, um, this will be our year. I fucking love that song. It's a really, really nice song. It's very pretty, you know, um, I've liked it for, for many years when they, um, when it played in the television program *Mad Men*, you know, um, on Valentine's Day, when um, when his when his daughter tells him that he loves her, she's the only one all day who said anything loving to him, whatever. And then that song starts playing. It's like one of the most impactful moments of the series. Love that song. This is not your. This is not the year to play that song. Um, <laughs> don't don't. I, I love it. It's great, but don't don't get into it. Um, just just oh, hey, hang on to that song for a different year. Hang on to that sentiment. Um, not to say that I think you're going to have that. Everybody's going to have a bad year in 2022, but like, c- come on, like, let's just learn our lesson from the last couple. Um, and um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I-, I don't know, guys. Like we, we, we kind of vowed at the beginning of, of recording this, that we weren't going to get into like certain subjects that are everywhere that-, that you can't avoid. But like, if you guys have seen any of those subjects and the ways everyone's behaving and everything. I don't know. To me, as you know, like Polly and the Sopranos might say, fuck do I know, but it doesn't seem like 2022 is going to really start off on a great note. That's going to like bring a bunch of happiness and like joy and like prosperity to all of us. Uh, I just wouldn't bet on it is all I'm saying. You can hope for it, wish for it. Um, aim for it by all means i am i'm still aiming for all of those things however maybe understand somewhere in the back of your mind that like probably not the year to make declarations or proclamations or uh um you know real optimistic um or uh stretch goals as some as some (laughs) in the business community say this isn't the year for your stretch goals um don't you know this is go go for what you can get um and and May God be with you in your quest every bit as much as he or she is with Andrew Austin. On that note, <laughs> Happy New Year. Take good advice. We'll see you next year in the Space Lounge. Thank you all for joining.